What's up, everybody, and welcome to another edition of MLB Morning Coffee, a production of the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, California. Great to have you along for the ride. My name is Greg Maraz, your host as per usual. Hope you enjoyed our whip-around format yesterday. We're going to do that once again today. We'll start off with the Indians and the White Sox at Guaranteed Rate Field in Chicago. Indians beat Chicago 7-1. to Cleveland is 9-7. and White Sox are 8-7. and Winning pitcher Zach Plesak, he is 1-1. One one. The loser, Drew Anderson, he is 0-1. Plesak goes six shutout innings, allows five hits, one walk, seven strikeouts. White Sox had to use seven pitchers in this ball game. Most of the damage came for Cleveland in the top of the fourth inning when they scored six runs, highlighted by a Carlos Santana walk with a passed ball, a wild pitch, a two-run homer from Fran Reyes, and a two-run homer from Jordan Luplo. Domingo Santana hit his first homer of the year. Luplo's was his first, and Fran Reyes hit his second. For the White Sox, Juan Moncada got the only run of the ball game for the White Sox in the bottom of the eighth inning, a home run his third. For Cleveland, Francisco Lindor goes two for five with a run scored. Fran Reyes two for four with two RBI and a run scored. Domingo Santana two for four with two runs scored and an RBI. Luplo one for three with two RBI. Delano DeShields Jr. goes two for four. For Chicago, only player with multiple hits, Adam Engel, as he goes two for four. Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees played a doubleheader today. They split the twin bill. Yankees beat the Rays 8-4 in Game 1. Rays edged the Yankees 5-3 in Game 2. New York is 10-5. Tampa Bay is 7-8. In the first game, Tyler Glasnow took the loss. He is 0-1. He allows four runs on five hits in two and two-thirds innings, three walks and five strikeouts. Chad Green got the win out of the bullpen for New York. He goes an inning and a third of one-run baseball, two walks, two strikeouts, no hits allowed. Garrett Cole left in line for the win, or rather I should say he left with the lead, but he only went four and two-thirds innings. He allowed three runs on six hits, one walk. He struck out ten. For the Yankees in the ballgame, they had homers from Mike Ford, his first of the season, third from Giancarlo Stanton, and the eighth from Aaron Judge. For Tampa Bay, Jose Martinez hit his second homer of the season, a two-run shot in the fifth inning off of Garrett Cole. For New York, a three-for-four performance for Judge with two RBI and two runs scored. Mike Ford goes one-for-four with two RBI and a run scored. Giancarlo Stanton, two-for-three with two runs scored, an RBI, and a walk. Gio Urshela goes two for two with three RBI. For Tampa Bay, G-Man Choi, two for four with an RBI and a run scored. He had the only multi-hit game for Tampa. In game two, the winning pitcher was Peter Fairbanks. He is two and one. Fairbanks allows one run on two hits out of the bullpen, one walk, and one strikeout. He pitched the fourth inning. Loser for New York, Michael King, he allows three runs on just one hit over three and two-thirds innings, five walks, and four strikeouts. Nobody homered in this ballgame. For Tampa Bay, Austin Meadows had a two-for-four performance with two RBI. He had the only multi-hit performance for Tampa Bay, although Kevin Smith goes one-for-one with two RBI. Tampa scored one in the first, two in the fourth, and two in the fifth. Remember, doubleheaders are seven-inning ball games. Yankees are 10-5. and five. Rays are 7-8. and eight. 
We go to Pittsburgh now for Detroit and Pittsburgh. Tigers offense has just been absolutely insane over the past couple of ball games. They beat Pittsburgh 11 to 5. Tigers are 7 and 5. Pirates are 3 and 12. Detroit scored five runs in the first inning, all on homers. Nico Goodrum, his second. Miguel Cabrera, his fourth. That was a two-run shot. C.J. Crone, his fourth. Jaime Candelario, his first. Another homer in the game for Detroit came courtesy of Jacoby Jones, his fourth. Detroit had 16 hits in the ball game, 11 total runs. Ivan Nova earns the win. He is 1-0. Derek Holland takes the loss. He is 0-1. Nova allows five runs on six hits over five innings, three walks, and three strikeouts. Holland allows nine runs on 13 hits over five innings, one walk, and six strikeouts. For Detroit offensively, each member of the top five in their lineup had at least two hits. Nico Goodrum, two for six with two runs scored, an RBI and a homer. Jonathan Scope, three for six with three runs scored and an RBI. Miguel Cabrera, three for four with three RBI, two runs scored and a homer. CJ Crone, two for four with two RBI, two runs scored and a homer. Heimer Candelario, three for five with a homer, an RBI, and a run scored. For Pittsburgh, Kevin Newman had four of their nine hits. He goes four for five with two RBI. Gerard Dyson with a two for three performance, as well as Jesse Stallings, who goes two for three with a run scored. Next game up on the schedule, the Oakland A's and the Houston Astros. A's score a run in the sixth inning and a run in the eighth to give themselves some key insurance. Only run for Houston was scored in the top of the ninth. Athletics beat the Astros 3-1. to A's are 11-4. Astros are 6-8. Frankie Montas gets the win. He is 2-1 for Oakland. Seven shutout innings, two hits allowed, no walks and five strikeouts. Framber Valdez takes the loss for Houston. He is 0-2. Two runs total, one earned over seven innings. Seven hits allowed, one walk and nine strikeouts. Liam Hendricks picks up the save, his fifth. He allowed a run on two hits in the ninth inning. Jake Diekman also picked up his fourth hold. Marcus Simeon hit a homer, a solo shot in the first inning. His first, Matt Chapman hits a solo shot in the eighth inning, his third. No homers in the game for Houston. Astros were limited to just five hits. For Oakland, Marcus Simeon two for four with two runs scored and an RBI. Matt Chapman two for four with a run scored and two RBI. Mark Canna a two for three performance. Single hits from Chad Pinder and Steven Piscotti. For Houston, Uli Gurriel was the only player with multiple hits as he went two for four. Alex Bregman had the lone RBI as he goes one for four. Next stop, Washington for the Orioles and the Nationals. Baltimore back to 500. They beat Washington five to three. Orioles are seven and seven. Nationals are four and seven. The winner, Sean Armstrong out of the bullpen. He is 1-0. He goes an inning and two-thirds of scoreless relief. One hit, no walks, and two strikeouts. Daniel Hudson takes the loss. He is 1-1. He allows three runs on two hits over two-thirds of an inning. One walk and no strikeouts. Miguel Castro picks up the save, his first, with a scoreless ninth inning for Baltimore. Nationals had a 3-0 lead going into the top of the eighth inning, but that's when Baltimore struck. All five of their runs came courtesy of the long ball. Pat Valeka, his second homer to make it 3-1 Washington. Pedro Severino, his third homer to make it 3-2 in favor of Washington. And then Anthony Santander, a three-run homer, gives Baltimore a 5-3 lead. Juan Soto hit his first homer of the year for the Nasty Nats. 
Baltimore had just six hits in the game, nobody with multiple hits. Santander goes one for four with his three-run homer and three of the five RBI for Baltimore. Juan Soto goes two for three with an RBI and a run scored. He also drew a walk. He was the only national that had multiple hits in this game. Phillies hosting the Braves at Citizens Bank Park. Philadelphia shuts out Atlanta 5 to nothing. Phillies are 4 and 4, Braves are 9 and 6. Jake Arrieta picks up the win. He is 1 and 1. 6 shutout innings, 3 hits, 1 walk, 6 strikeouts. Kyle Wright takes the loss. 4 runs on 6 hits over 6 innings, 3 walks and 3 strikeouts. Four of the five Philadelphia runs came in the bottom of the fourth inning. JT Realmuto hit his fourth homer to make it 1-0 Philadelphia. Jay Bruce then hit a three-run homer, his second of the year, to extend the lead to 4-0. Didi Gregorius had an RBI single for Philly in the bottom of the eighth inning. 5-0 the final once again. Braves had just four hits. Adeni Hechevarria went 2-3 for three for Atlanta. For Philadelphia, Bryce Harper, a 2-for-4 performance with a run scored. Didi Gregorius, 2-for-4 with an RBI and a run scored. Jay Bruce, 2-for-4 with three RBI all coming on that homer and a run scored. Our next game is in Arlington. Rangers blank the Angels 2 to nothing. Edinson Volquez gets the win out of the Texas bullpen. He is 1-1, one, one. one hit allowed, no walks and no strikeouts. Patrick Sandoval takes the loss. The Angels starter allows two runs on four hits over six innings, one walk and four strikeouts. Rafael Montero picks up the save. He goes a scoreless ninth inning for Texas. Rangers are 5-8. and eight. Angels are 5-10. and ten. Colby Allard was the starter for the Rangers. He went five shutout innings. He allowed just two hits, one walk, and six strikeouts. Both Texas runs coming in the bottom of the sixth inning on a Joey Gallo two-run homer. Each team had just four hits. For the Angels, Albert Pujols, two for four. He was the only player with multiple hits for Anaheim. Todd Frazier, two for three for Texas. He was the only player with multiple hits for the Rangers. Obviously, Joey Gallo, as we just mentioned, the big blow, one for three with two RBI. Next game on the docket, the Royals and the Twins. Kansas City starting to play better baseball. They beat Minnesota 9-6. to Royals are 6-10. and Twins are 10-5. and Tyler Zuber gets the win out of the Royals bullpen. He allows one run on no hits, one walk, and one strikeout over an inning and two-thirds. Check that, an inning and a third. Lewis Thorpe takes the loss for Minnesota. He does not record an out. He allows three runs on three hits in relief of Jake Odorizzi. Trevor Rosenthal picks up the save, his third, an inning and a third of scoreless work. This was a back-and-forth affair to say the least. Royals had a 2-0 lead going into the top of the fourth inning. Minnesota scored four. Kansas City countered with six in the bottom of the inning. We'll give you the play-by-play in terms of what happened. In the top of the fourth inning, Nelson Cruz hit his fourth homer of the season and then a three-run homer from Byron Buxton, his third, to make it 4-2. Royals tie the game on a Nicky Lopez two-run homer, his first. Jorge Soler hits his second homer of the game to make it 7-4 Kansas City, a three-run shot, Soler's fifth of the year, his second of the game, and Salvador Perez followed with a homer of his own, his third of the year. Max Kepler also hit his fifth homer of the year for Minnesota. 
Going over some of the box score numbers for Kansas City, Jorge Soler, as we mentioned, 2-for-5 with 4 RBI and 2 runs scored, both coming on homers. Salvador Perez, 3-for-5 with a run scored and an RBI. Nicky Lopez, 2-for-4 with 2 RBI and a run scored. For the Bomba squad, Marwin Gonzalez, 3-for-3 with a run scored. Max Kepler, 2-for-5 with an RBI and a run scored. And Byron Buxton goes 2-for-4 with 4 RBI and a run scored. Onward to New York, where the Marlins were playing at the Mets. Marlins lose for the first time since their restart. It actually, for them, snaps a six-game winning streak. David Peterson gets the win. He is 2-1 for New York. Peterson, in the ball game goes five innings, allows two runs on four hits, three walks, and three strikeouts. Daniel Castano takes the loss for Miami. He allows five runs, four earned on five hits over four and a third innings, one walk and four strikeouts, no save in the ball game. Mets scored two in the bottom of the second and two in the bottom of the third to take a 4-1 to one lead. Miami actually would get to within a run, but the Mets scored three in the bottom of the seventh to take a 5-4 lead to an 8-4 lead. Homers in the game, Logan Forsythe hits his first for Miami, a solo shot against Peterson in the fifth inning. For New York, Michael Conforto hit his third, a two-run shot. Pete Alonzo, his second, also a two-run blast. And J.D. Davis, his third, that a three-run homer, and that came in the seventh inning. J.D. Davis goes two for three with four RBI and two runs scored. Pete Alonso one for three with two RBI and two runs scored. Michael Conforto, one for three with two RBI and a run scored. Ahmed Rosario, one for four with two runs scored. For Miami, Jesus Aguilar continues his solid start to the season as he goes two for five with a run scored. Corey Dickerson goes two for four with a run scored. Brian Anderson, two for four with an RBI. Logan Forsythe, one for two with two walks and an RBI and a run scored. Monte Harrison, one for two with two RBI and two walks. Mets are six and nine. Marlins are seven and two. Our next game, the Reds and the Brewers. Cincinnati dominating pitching performance once again. They beat Milwaukee four to one at Miller Park. Reds are seven and eight. Brewers are five and seven. Anthony DeSclafani picks up his first win. He is 1-0. Six shutout innings, just two hits allowed, one walk, and six strikeouts. Brett Anderson takes the loss. He is 0-1. He allows two earned runs, three total on four hits over three and two-thirds innings, two walks, and two strikeouts. Worth noting, by the way, that Corbin Burns came in in relief of Anderson. He went five and a third of one-run baseball, three walks and eight strikeouts. Rysel Iglesias picks up the save, his second, as he goes a scoreless ninth inning. Three of the four Reds' runs came in the top of the first inning on a Eugenio Suarez three-run homer. Shogo Akiyama triples in a run in the top of the seventh to make it 4 to nothing. Brock Holt had a sack fly in the bottom of the eighth, and that was the only run for the Brewers. Homers in the game, just Suarez, his second of the year. For Cincinnati, nobody had multiple hits. Suarez with three of the four RBI. Akiyama with the other RBI. For Milwaukee, they had just four hits. Nobody with multiple hits. Keston Hira, Christian Yelich, and Logan Morrison, two, three, and four, combined to go 0 for 10 as a once formidable offense has been decimated by an injury to Ryan Braun, Lorenzo Kane opting out. It is not good in Milwaukee offensively at the moment. On to Boston for the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. 
Toronto edges out Boston 2-1 at Fenway Park. Two late runs for the Blue Jays, one in the seventh to tie the game, one in the eighth to take the lead. Anthony Kay gets the win out of the bullpen for Toronto. Three and a third of shutout baseball, two hits, no walks, and three strikeouts. Marcus Walden, the loss for Boston, he is 0-1. He allows one run on one hit and one walk in one inning. Anthony Bass earns the save for Toronto, his third, as he pitches a scoreless ninth inning. Blue Jays are 5-7, Red Sox are 5-9. Christian Vasquez drove home the only run of the ballgame for Boston with an RBI single in the second. Bo Bichette tied the game with an RBI double in the top of the seventh, and Rowdy Telez gave the Blue Jays the lead with an RBI ground out in the top of the eighth inning. Blue Jays had nine hits, Boston had just four. Bo Bichette, two for four with an RBI and a walk in the ballgame for Toronto. Vlad Guerrero Jr., two for four performance. Randall Gritchick also goes two for four with a run scored for Toronto. Boston, nobody had multiple hits. Xander Bogarts, Mitch Moreland, and Christian Vasquez, each with one hit along with Alex Verdugo. On to San Diego for the Diamondbacks and the Padres. Another close ball game as Arizona beats San Diego 3-2. I'm going to have to count up at the end of the night how many one- or two-run ball games we had going by the counter that I have right now, and I'm just going to try and do this in my head. One, two, three, four. I'm sure you don't want to hear me count. Five, six, seven. We had seven games decided by two runs or less. This was a 1-1 baseball game going into the top of the sixth inning where Arizona struck thanks to -to back-to-back homers from Starling Marte and Steven Vogt, each the first homer of the year for the respective teammates. Fernando Tatis Jr. hit a home run in the bottom of the eighth inning to cut it to a one-run game. Seventh homer of the year for Tatis. He hit a solo shot in the first inning, so he has seven homers to tie Nick Castellanos for the National League lead, but it was not nearly enough as Arizona holds on. Merrill Kelly gets the win. He is 2-1. and one. Six innings of work, one run on six hits, no walks and four strikeouts. Chris Paddock, the loss, he is 2-1. and one. Three runs on five hits over five and two-thirds innings, two walks and six strikeouts. Archie Bradley with the save, his third for Arizona. He pitches a scoreless ninth, one walk, no strikeouts. As we said, the homers in the game, Starling Marte, his first, Stephen Vogt, his first. Fernando Tatis Jr. with two, he now has seven on the year. For Arizona, Starling Marte, two for four with two runs scored and an RBI. Stephen Vogt, one for three with two RBI and a run scored. For San Diego, Fernando Tatis Jr. has a three-for-four performance with two RBI and two runs scored. He had three of the seven hits for San Diego, although the top four in their lineup each had at least one hit. On to Seattle for Colorado and Seattle. By the way, forgot to mention, Arizona is 6-9, and nine, San Diego is 8-7. and seven. Rockies pitch a shutout against the Mariners. They win 5 to nothing. Colorado is 11 and 3, Seattle is 5 and 11. Jeff Hoffman gets the win out of the bullpen. He is 2 and 0. He pitches 3 shutout innings, allows just one hit, one walk and two strikeouts. Anthony Masevich takes the loss out of the Mariner bullpen. He allows two runs on one hit in one inning, one walk and two strikeouts, no save in the ball game. Colorado scored four runs in the top of the fifth inning. That broke a scoreless tie. They scored thanks to a Charlie Blackman double. 
with the bases loaded, scoring all three base runners. Daniel Murphy then singled home Blackman to extend the lead to 4 to nothing, and Trevor Story had an RBI single in the top of the sixth inning. I should mention that even though it was a bullpen performance behind four different pitchers for Colorado, the one hit that Hoffman allowed was the only hit in the ballgame for Seattle as they went 1-for-27 in this game. J.P. Crawford had the lone hit for the Mariners. The rest of the lineup went 0-for-23. For Colorado, Trevor Story 2-for-5 with a run scored and an RBI. Charlie Blackman 3-for-4 with 3 RBI and a run scored. Granted, still a small sample size, only two weeks worth of games, but he is hitting 446. Daniel Murphy is 3-for-5 in this game with an RBI as well. Final game that we will recap, the Giants and the Dodgers. SF with a 5-4 win. They improve to 7-9. Dodgers fall to 10-5. Johnny Cueto gets the win, his first. He allows four runs on two hits in five and two-thirds innings, three walks and three strikeouts. Clayton Kershaw takes the loss. He is 1-1. One one. Four runs on seven hits over four and a third, one walk and six strikeouts. Trevor Gott gets the save for San Francisco, his fourth, a scoreless ninth inning for him. Johnny Cueto actually had a no-hitter going into the sixth inning. Hunter Pence, you're going to have to go on Twitter, had one of the worst miscues I've ever seen an outfielder make, and that miscue alone cost Johnny Cueto the no-hit bid. Giants, though, had a commanding lead before that even happened. They scored two runs in the top of the third inning, thanks to homers from Austin Slater, his first, and Mikey Stremski, his fourth. In the top of the fifth inning, Giants added two more. Slater hit another home run, his second of the ball game, second of the season, to make it 3-0 San Francisco. And then Mikey Stremski doubled home Donovan Solano to make it 4-0. All four Dodger runs came in the bottom of the sixth inning, with the highlight being Justin Turner's first homer of the year, a three-run blast against Johnny Cueto. Giants had ten hits, Dodgers had just two. Donovan Solano with three for five performance with a run scored. Austin Slater with his two solo homers goes two for five with two RBI. Evan Longoria a two for four performance. Mike Yastrzemski a two for five performance with two RBI and one run scored. Hunter Pence, hey, Hunter Pence had a hit finally. He goes one for three with a run scored. For the Dodgers, Justin Turner's three-run homer The only big hit of the game for the Dodgers, Kike Hernandez, also had a hit, and that hit came on the misplay from Hunter Pence in left field. That is your whip around for today. As we had mentioned earlier in the program, the Cubs and the Cardinals, or at least earlier in the program, relatively speaking, the Cubs and the Cardinals ended up getting postponed due to COVID-19, and there was a possibility that there will not be a series between them and the Pittsburgh Pirates coming up next week. So the Cardinals season very much hanging in the balance. No preview today. We're going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening to this edition of MLB Morning Coffee, a production of the Ocean Avenue Studios in San Francisco, California. Have a great Sunday, and we will talk to you Monday morning.